right, welcome to In Your Corner with Core Physical Therapy. My name is Scott McKenzie, and this podcast is uniquely positioned. And what I mean by that, we bring the medical industry, the medical professionals to you, and we talk about better pain management, we talk about rehab after surgery, we talk about improved mobility, and we talk about preventative care. And you know what else? We talk about so much more on this particular podcast. Now, thank you for joining this podcast. So let's get on with the interview. Jesse, welcome to Radio Cora. Thank you very much for taking time out of your busy schedule and share with the listeners your insights into PT. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Well, thank you for asking. People don't normally ask me. It always just sort of goes one. Now I'm all uncomfortable. Thank you, Jesse. I'm now. I, Anytime. Thank you for, <laughs> here to make you. <laughs> yeah, now I'm all nervous. Okay. Anyway, so for the listeners out there, let's uh, let's just sort of level set. Got a level set, and uh, give us a little four one one on who Jesse is. Okay. So my name is Jesse Gutchick. I'm a physical therapist. I went to the University of Florida. That's where I got my doctorate in physical therapy. It's okay. <laughs> Go Gators. <laughs> And then after graduating from PT school, I started an orthopedic residency with Cora in Haines City, where I spent a year studying orthopedics and sat for my orthopedic specialist certification. So I've been working with Cora for the last two years. Um, I'm also a strength and conditioning certified specialist and a manual train certified specialist. Well, you bring it all. So really, uh, you've got the street cred. People should listen to you. You've got the street cred. You try. You do it. You can tell. Anyway. All right. So let's talk a little bit about that. We've got the background. Now, one of the things that we're going to be, I want to highlight, I want to bring out is this term tactical athlete. Talk to us about that. So tactical athlete is sort of a new term in the fitness industry, but it's pretty much what distinguishes an athlete, like a football player, a basketball player, baseball player, where they need physical fitness, but there is no higher stake. They need to be fit to play a game, to win a match, to go to the Super Bowl, go Bucks. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> okay but again there's no there's no bigger end game it's just to win or to be better where a tactical athlete they need to be physically fit maybe not as physically fit you know we're not nfl players but there's a there's an end game there's someone's life and safety on the line and they're in different tactical scenarios like search and rescue for firefighters search and entry forcible entry pursuit of a criminal for law enforcement, they are putting their physical fitness requirements and translating that into performing a tactical job where someone's life and safety is on the line. So this would be anyone in the military, any firefighter, law enforcement, emergency services. Just think about the physical requirements that you have to have to forcibly enter a home crawl wearing a hundred pounds of equipment on your back and then drag a 200 pound person out of a house. Oh, and by the way, it's 150 degrees and you're breathing through a respirator. Like that makes you an athlete, but a a specific type of athlete. 
See, that's interesting because I, I think we take it for granted that that they because I know if I look at what we what you just defined as a tactical athlete, uh, so well by the way, it it does make sense. There is no way I'm going to be able to carry that whatever rucksack on my back and then climb stairs and then you know grab a hose at the same time and then of course save a family of five. That is right. intense. And, and, and do the individuals that you work with that fall into that category recognize the necessity to be in fit? Honestly, I think some of them do when they start out, but by the time I'm done with them, everybody does. (laughs) Like they might come to me and just say, you know, oh, I've got back pain. Oh, by the way, you know, 20 minutes into my initial assessment. Oh, by the way, I'm a firefighter because I always end some part of my subjective with, you know, what do you do for work? You might not be coming here for a work-related injury, but work is what we spend most of our lives doing. So I need to know what you do. And I hate when people end with, oh, by the way, I'm in, (laughs) you know, I'm army reserve or I'm a firefighter or I'm on SWAT. Like that's, that's important. So they might not understand that they're athletes to a certain extent, when they start coming to me, but through our conversations and treatments, they understand that they're an athlete by the end of it. Yeah. And, and you're not going to sit there, you know, even I know I, let me see. I was a lineman. If you're out there on a the video, this is my old picture of me being a lineman. There, there is no way in God's green earth would I be able to do that today. I would just sit there and whine, complain, and uh, recognize that I'm way over my head. But if this is the profession that they've chosen, right? Mm -hmm. It's incumbent and important for them to stay healthy because it it does a lot of other things, right? If I stay healthy, if I commit to it, it does a lot of other things. Give us an example of that. So not only does the, I mean, you said it right when they chose this profession, you know, this (laughs) might not have started out as their dream, but it's either become their dream. They've developed a family within it, or maybe this has been their lifelong passion. It doesn't matter, but for these, for these careers, you have a duty to be a certain amount of physically fit. And then when you start getting into that general physical fitness, you start accepting that you're a tactical athlete and you embrace it. You're going to start getting benefits from fitness all the way around. And that could be anywhere from better body physique. I mean, you're not trying to be a bodybuilder, but everyone feels a little bit better when they're not 50 pounds overweight. You're going to have better mental health. Everyone knows that, you know, when you do a certain amount of exercise or physical activity, it releases chemicals in your brain that are your body's natural, happy drugs that over a longer period of time helps you manage depression, anxiety, all sorts of other mental issues and challenges that are so inherent in these tactical athlete populations. Every single first responder has had a bad call that gets in their head and they need a way to deal with it. You know, we, we get lazy. We do, you know, and, and like I said, yeah. And, and then when we, when you talk about, yeah, it's your chosen, but you just, you just get lazy. What type of programs do you advocate? Let's say uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a firefighter, been doing it for 10 years. I, I sort of, sort of gave up a little bit about five years ago. So I've got some Talk to us a little bit about uh, some programs that would be beneficial. 
for me? So it depends on a lot of different things. First, I would ask if you have any past medical history or injuries or pain that we need to either work around or help work through. So just because something hurts doesn't mean you want to avoid using it. It just means you need tailored exercises and activities to work on that. And then if it's really, you know, what's limiting you, are you not motivated? Do you not have someone to work out with you? Do you not have the time? Are you disinterested? And then we can work around those barriers. So if you're lacking time, we might try, you know, high intensity exercises that you can work in and get a great workout in 30 minutes. Or maybe you have all the time in the world because you only work 10 days a month, firefighters, I'm talking to you. And (laughs) then you have all the time in the world, but you're just bored. You don't, you don't know what to do because, you know, you're not interested in going to the gym or maybe you don't have access to gym equipment and you don't feel like you can get in shape doing just body weight exercises. Maybe you have a really strong passion for, you know, being outdoors. We can work with anything. So I'd kind of get TR a little exit, bit more information. TRX it. So oh, yeah. Everyone, everyone loves TRX, I'm sure. Yeah, I, t- I took a TRX cable with me when I went to Europe because I didn't want to f- try to find a gym. And uh-huh. uh, right outside the, of course, right outside the hotel, you know, I found a tree and I was like, yeah, all right, check it out, man. Look at me. I am. I am. How many times do you use it while you were over there? Every day. I was okay, training good. for a competition. An old man competition, but it was a physique. So, okay. it, it, you know, that sort of, my son was training me. It really becomes just all encumbersome. It's just, it's like everything, what you eat, how you do, what do you work? And it, and although, you know, old football injuries like uh, knees and stuff like that went away. Because I wasn't fat. <laughs> Go figure. It's not a weird. It's not a cool <laughs> book. It's like stay away from the donuts. Your knees will appreciate it. That you know, and it is. Oh, it's like hey, uh, next bestseller. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. But it's true. You know, it is like hey, watch what you eat. But let me ask you this: with these tactical athletes, and then we've categorized it. I would imagine that there is a, a a desire to sort of create more group type stuff, right? I mean, it's, it's better for me if I'm, if I don't have to work out by myself and you got some, some support of, you know, your, your team, but I would imagine the same thing exists there, right? It is. And the fire industry specifically has been founded on brotherhood for, I don't know, oh. as long as the profession has been, you know, more than just bringing buckets from the horse-drawn carriage. So, I mean, brotherhood has always been at the heart of the fire industry, the police industry as well. I admittedly know more about the fire industry because I'm married into it. My husband's a firefighter, but we have law enforcement throughout our family and friend group and the loyalty and the camaraderie in those groups. Military is I mean, their brotherhood is probably even more, even more, you know, founded, but those types of environments and the people that are drawn to those professions, they thrive on group atmosphere, competition, healthy competition, smack talk, locker room, (laughs) bets and jargon. I mean, 
physical fitness can be a solo activity or it can be something that you do on the job with your group, with your crew, with your shift. And it just builds on itself. You get better fitness and better bonding out of it. And I would imagine too, and you're absolutely right. Let's say emergency happens, boom, your crew goes out there. You definitely want, like the military, right? You want your right and left and, and everybody around you in peak condition to be able to perform at the highest possible level to, you know, whatever you're doing. And I would imagine that's important. It's just important. It is. You, you do. don't want to go into a burning building and not trust that the guy next to you that you just saw down a dozen donuts. <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe he can down a dozen donuts and if he can run faster than you, then that doesn't matter. Cause I mean, my husband and his crew, I'm not saying you have to go on this specific diet, eat whatever you want. If you're able to maintain your physical fitness yeah. and still eat whatever you want, but you don't want to go into a burning building. You don't want to be in a hostage situation. You don't want to get called <laughs> up for your duty weekend and not trust the people you're working with are going to be able to drag you out of a fire or, you know, carry you uh, to where you need to go uh, or or hey we've got scott helping us right next door uh i don't want scott yeah and there's a reason why they don't want scott because scott's gonna let them down and and scott's not gonna perform and 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 that's i i think and correct me if i'm wrong jesse i think there's greater focus on the the necessity for i mean i don't want to get hurt right And if I don't want to get hurt, I need to exercise. I need to do the things that help me to ward off injuries. Now, there might be injuries. It just happens. And it might be Mm -hmm. a situation. However, there's the recovery side too, right? There is. I just look at it that way. I think that, uh, uh, do you find that, let's just categorize, the tactical athlete, are they taking greater notice in, the necessity to, to do those, to, to, to train, to be in good condition. Do you find that the case being that you, you're married to one? <laughs> well, mine does it when I make him do it. Um, <laughs> get him, but... get him on now. Call him into that room. Come on. Come on. <laughs> well, I think that the more tactical athlete is a, is a, group is a category as fitness becomes more accepted into military first responders, that whole paramilitary military category. I think the more that the information is out there and the awareness is there, the more people are likely to take advantage of the information, but it's not something that I think they inherently view. And even if they know you know, I might need to start protecting myself a little bit more with this physical job I have. A lot of people just don't know how to do it. And so that's where like, I, like, I want to come in and I just want to teach you. One reason I chose the physical therapy profession is I'm a doctorate trained healthcare worker, but I'm not a physician. I'm not going to prescribe you medication. I'm not going to refer you to this one specific pill to do the job for you because it's not going to fix it. I want you to fix yourself. I just want to teach you how to do that so that I'm promoting your innate ability to protect yourself and then to maximize your physical performance. But I, if I do my job correctly, you don't need me anymore unless, you know, you, you know, a truck falls on you and breaks your foot and you can't help that. 
But when it comes to injury prevention and taking care of your general fitness, if I do my job correctly, when I'm done, you don't need me anymore because I want to teach you how to take care of yourself. See that, that that's great. And if, if you have any listeners out there, let's, let's just say that uh, I would imagine I can probably contact a Cora facility saying, Hey, we're interested in a program that trains us XYZ. Is that available mm-hmm. there? It is. I'm actually working with our work tracks department, which is a, it's part of Cora physical therapy, but work tracks is our employee specific side. It's not necessarily workman's compensation, although workman's comp falls underneath that, but it's anything to do with work. So job site analysis, employment screens, treatment specific to work injuries, all those types of programs fall under this work tracks. And I'm working right now to develop a program that is specific for first responders, where it's this kind of bundled program that has a lot of flexibility. So it's not like you only get this one option. It's kind of like a menu. You can pick and choose and we can work to create a custom program, but any city, municipality, privately governed organization, government, anybody. Anybody could contact me and my team and we could come in and we could do injury prevention screens. I can go to your fire station and I can screen all your guys per shift, every shift, let you know what their risk of injury is. And then depending on that, maybe you want correctives per employee that's specific to their injuries. Maybe no one's hurt and you just need a better strength and conditioning program to increase their longevity and reduce the amount of times they get injured and they're out of work. Or, you know, every now and then a beam is going to fall on someone, there's going to be an injury you're not able to prevent, and then you need a rapid recovery and rehabilitation program from someone who knows your job specifics and who is trained in rehab. And that's where we come in and we can offer all of those services. That's, that, that's cool. Without a doubt, that is cool. Do you come across, and here's just sort of a, uh, a parting shot. Do you come across that old guy, that old guy that says, I've been doing this for 35 years and I never had to blah, 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 blah. Do you ever come across those people? All the time. My father-in-law is one of those people. <laughs> this is snake oil. Exactly. Like I've been doing this for 30 years. I don't need your help. I don't need to do anything any differently. Yeah, I do. Um, I do. I want that but, <laughs> and that's fine. You know what? Don't change. And for those people who, you know, maybe they're, 50 pounds overweight, they've had back pain for 10 years, and they're going to retire in two years. And they're like, you know what, I'm almost done. I don't need this. For me, my question would be, well, what do you want to do when you retire? Because you're not done living your life just because you're not a fireman anymore. Like you are probably going to go travel, or maybe you're going to pick up your golf game, or maybe you want to chase your grandkids around. I'm not here just to, yes, do I want to keep you safe and alive? in your chosen profession, obviously, but everyone works to live. Hopefully we're not living just to work. So you've got a life after you're done in your chosen profession. So why not be a little more flexible so you can bend down and pick up your grandkid? 
Yeah. Speaking of that, did you see that uh, video out there about that guy trying to pick up these weights? You got to see that video. It's exactly what you just said. So he's been, he's been sort of lax and lazy. And then he decided, Hey, nobody knew it. Nobody knew what was going on. So he starts picking up weights and he starts doing it. He starts getting a little bit more mobility, starts losing weight, whatever he was starting. And it, and it, Goes right right to the end so that he could pick up his granddaughter. That's I haven't it was. seen that. <laughs> and it was like, oh, oh, you, you, you but that's exactly it. I mean, yes. if you're you're right. Maybe you are about to retire. You're about to get out of yeah. your chosen profession. You know, maybe you've been in the military for thirty years, and you're getting ready to retire. But that doesn't mean that you don't have six months left, two years left yeah. on a job. So why not make those last couple months, years better? Because it's obviously not doing you any good, not doing anything. So we can only improve from here. And nobody's going to sit there and say, oh, no, no, I'm fine. My, 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 even I know when I gain weight, my knees hurt, right? Okay, they just do because, well, the obvious. So why uh-huh. not? And I always feel better exercising, eating right, doing all whatever I have to do. Um, before we part... Tracks is that a special spelling of tracks or is it the T R A C K S? Okay, <laughs> thank you. I was reading, no I was thinking, oh my gosh, there's got to be an X in there someplace. No, no fancy X's <laughs> because that's, that's what everybody does, and they got to put it in there. Work tracks that is great. Now, I want to get a hold of you. What is the best way for me to get a hold of Jesse? You can email me. Uh huh. Um, you can contact any Cora clinic if you want to talk to anyone specifically, but if you want to talk to me, you can email me and I can give you any information that you want about anything we've talked about today. Um, do you, is it, you want me to just spell it out or is it? No, no, no. What I'll have it is I'll, I'll have it at uh, Radio Core. Not a big deal. Okay. On this particular podcast, I'm just going to have a litany. So don't worry if you're sitting there going, oh, I want to get a hold of Jesse and I want to get a hold of Jesse now. Don't worry. You'll have all the links. Just follow Radio Core. Okay. We're good to go. No no big deal. No, no heartache here. We're easy going. I like what you guys are doing. That's pretty cool stuff. Thank you. I appreciate it. We're excited about where it's going to go. And it's needed. How many, I mean, geez, how many people would... There's a lot of people that just get injured out there. And it's a, there are. And I know everyone can have aches and pains. Everyone gets hurt. But to me, the biggest difference in why this program is so important is because these populations, I think, deserve everyone's respect, support. Yeah. They put their lives on the line all yeah. day, every day for us. And it's just my way of giving just back just a little bit to these populations who deserve it so much. Sage advice coming from Jesse. Also, she has a big heart. How about that? All right. Thank you, Jesse. Thank you very much for uh, being on Radio Cora. All right, listeners. We're going to wrap it up on the other side. Do not go away because that's what we have to do. we got to wrap it up on the other side. All the contact information and then some just because we can. So stay tuned. We will be right back. 